Hi, and welcome to the Scrum Master Careers podcast. My name is Simon, and I'm a freelance Scrum Master on a mission. I want to help you have the best career possible. Is your goal to become a Scrum Master, get better as a Scrum Master, or stop being a Scrum Master and look for a new challenge? Then you have come to the right place. In my podcast, successful Scrum Masters share their stories. Some have started right out of college, others as experienced software developers, and others came from completely different fields. Want to know how they did it? Then keep on listening. Welcome back to the second episode with Kynan from Sydney, who started out as a artsy person, became a web developer, Scrum Master, then Agile coach. Kynan, welcome back again on the Thank show. Thank you very much. It's good to be back. We just spoke about how you became a Scrum Master and how you made your first mistakes as a Scrum Master, being too bossy, treating designers unfairly. How did you develop over time and how did you progress into becoming an Agile coach? I think the main thing was that I decided to leave the, the management, you know, the manager aspect of my career behind and focus on the Agile stuff. I didn't really know. Can you be more specific about managing because it might mean different things to different people? Is it... Line yeah, management, line HR management. Stuff, so or? I left the monkeys uh, and worked for a digital product studio called Us2. I don't know if you've heard of them. They made just for ev sorry for interrupting it, but for everyone who listens in and didn't listen to the first part, monkeys is a company. You're not referring to people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I went and worked for this other company, and it was really I saw it as a, as an opportunity to work with some really good people who were quite mature in their practice, digital product development, but also agile. They had a lot of stuff, you know, down and I learned a lot and I was the tech director in that company and I became increasingly, I guess, enamored of other people's role <laughs> and less enamored about being a tech director, you know, <laughs> like I really learned a lot from the agile coach who came over from, uh, from London, Adam, his name was, is, came over and, you know, I learned a lot um, from watching him work and, and working with him and I guess aspired to be more like a coach and less like a line manager, you know, person who spins up teams. You know, I was great at hiring people. I was great at kind of running teams, mm. spinning teams up, and I was very technical, technically savvy and stuff. That was all good, but I wanted to be that coach. I wanted to be that effective what, coach. What was the biggest lesson that you got from Adam? It was about dance and communication style and just that kind of that way of operating as a coach in a situation that kind of um, is very different to any other role so yeah I, I was observing him closely <laughs> he'll be horrified to uh, to hear that if he ever does <laughs> <laughs> and and how did that affect your work day to day I just increasingly felt like I didn't really have a job to do in a situation where the teams were self-managing and supported in process of delivering but also improving you know what does a technical director do what does a person who's there to make decisions and on behalf of the team what do they do they, if the team is any good they don't, they don't really have to do that i didn't want to be doing a job that that i felt wasn't necessary role that wasn't necessary with the coach role context no interesting it's, it's super nice that you share this example because this is something that you hear about very often in courses or certification programs about this fear of former either project managers mm. or line managers during the transition to agile 
that they think they lose their role, they become less valuable or ir mm. irrelevant at worst. It's interesting to hear it from your perspective, bearing in mind that you had the agile experience before as mm. well. Yeah, well, that is really mm, a thing. It is. It was a thing. I think that it's not my position now, but it felt very strongly at the time that I couldn't do. I couldn't contribute as a manager in in a situation where people were mature in their agile practice. But I don't think that now. It's not something that I tell managers. It's not something that I believe anymore. Like I think that um, I think management now looks more like coaching, and anyone can do it. Mm. And that's more of a challenge to coaches, I think. I think that maybe coaches are being invited to experience what it's like to be obsolete as managers yeah. become more capable in the kinds of support that they can give teams. They have everything they need. I'm not sure every manager really, you know, has realized that, that they can be more like a coach and less like a manager, but that's got to be where we headed if we're headed in a good direction, right? Yeah. So... I've, I've seen that in bigger companies yeah. already happening. They bring trainers and they train the managers to understand what is holistic coaching, um, systemic coaching and all these other things. And eventually the classical coach who only does coaching is like, where yeah. did my job go? Yeah, that's right. At the same time, I think there's still a need for proper coaches because very often when you talk to someone who's superior in your company, you cannot open up that much. And usually the conversations then evolve around um, career development, my next promotion, bonus, the next raise, this kind of stuff. Um, and obviously con coaching conversation where people are not open and really talk about their problems doesn't lead anywhere. It's, it's just window yeah, dressing. I agree. There is a role. But I wonder whether as coaches we get to decide when other people decide... <laughs> <laughs> that that role is not needed anymore. I don't, I'm not sure we do, you know, I think increasingly people might just be satisfied with, you know, the kind of coaching that they get from the internal team or the organizations might be satisfied. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, it, I'm in a bit of an existential yeah. place because I mean, I'm you... looking for my next role. So. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. How does that make you feel? Well, you know, like a little bit fearful about what the future is like, you know, if, greatest job in the world which is to be a coach and a scrum master you know is not as valued as it used to be what does that mean for me personally um what does it mean for the state mm -hmm. of agile people maybe are not ready to not have a coach and not have a scrum master and yet they feel fine about that that's that's kind of scary mm -hmm. and on the other hand you know i'm actually sort of well you have to just go with it i'm kind of inspired by maybe shifting my focus more towards delivery less towards coaching people in how to deliver all right interesting i would love love to park this topic it's super interesting but i would like to have it sure. for the third part of this podcast um let's go back a little bit in time and look at your career development or your personal development and i would like to know what did you use to develop yourself and your career from your tech director position to then being an agile coach well the first The first sort of thing I used was getting certified. Like I wasn't a certified scrum master. And I think that was my first kind of proper training that I did. Yeah, the scrum master course. Which one did you take? The PSM one? Scrum.org or something Actually, else? I did an ad, I did a scrum alliance one, but I'm not sure I ever got the cert. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I did the training. <laughs> I did like three days of training, but I don't think I've actually ever got my CSM. 
So I did go back and do the PSM one and two as well, but um, that's kind of a different model. But I got a lot out of the three days, like a Scrum Alliance training for the CSN. I also did a weird one, which was the the Agile Certified Practitioner, ACP, that, that actually comes from the Project Management In my- Institute. Oh, yeah, management it was a very weird one. It was like weird. it was like for project managers who do a bit of agile. It was it's kind of odd. Interesting. Why, why did you pick uh, this one? Because I didn't really know. That was kind of maybe that was the first one I did. I didn't really know that project management was the enemy of agile <laughs> at that stage because that's sort of what what the, what the vibe was like <laughs> at that stage. I didn't really know, so I just ended up in this room full of project managers, yeah. and I didn't do any project management. You know, like I didn't know what a Gantt chart was. You know, so. No. I was learning project management and <laughs> agile at the same time. It was it was a little bit confusing. I never did the <laughs> exam for that one because it just felt a bit weird. So then I really kicked in when I did the, the yeah. uh, Scrum Alliance training. And then from then on, you know, I think I just kept doing training and some of that was for certain, you know, was was around certifications. But really I was I was doing the training for the training, the IC Agile, you know, training. I did the Certified Agile Leader Training with Michael Sahoda which was amazing, mm. very long, very good. That's very interesting. Can can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think it's lesser known than the PSM and the right. CSM. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a sort of maybe hierarchy or something like, I don't know if that's, if, if that's valid or not, but Certified Agile Leaders, the CAL, uh, I think they still call it Cal. They used to be Cal 1 and 2. I think now it's just called Cal. It is provided mm. by Scrum Alliance, but it's very different depending on who teaches it. And it's it's much more kind of organizational level. It's a bit like the enterprise coaching certifications you can do with, you know, say, IC Agile. It's more about the organizational system conditions around the team and how to work with leaders as well. Yeah, it's, and so training that I did with uh, Michael Sahota through that Cal model uh, in that Cal structure was was very uh, profound. I think that's what kind of shifted to being able to work with more senior people in the organizations as opposed to always being team focused. You know, I, could, I felt like I could sort of turn around and yeah. and coach the organization more as well. Yeah. And then enterprise. Did- Interesting. I need to quickly jump in just because we don't have that much time left for this part. Um, it's super interesting, but I would like to focus on your personal development. Did you do anything outside of the whole Scrum certification part that helped you grow? Well, I've always had a coach. Always? Well, always? Since, since I began to call myself a coach, I've always had a coach for being a coach. And I was very lucky to find... How much do you Well, exactly, that? nothing. Yeah, Ooh. Alex, I'm going to plug my coach, Alex Slowly fantastic coach here in australia but he's an american guy and saw alex at a conference a very nice sort of community conference called agile tour that we have here in sydney and i saw him sitting on the couch after his presentation which was really great it was on liberating structures i still remember it blew my mind because i didn't know anything about liberating structures at that stage and alex was sitting there in a rare moment by himself because he's usually surrounded by people and I, i went and sat next to him on the couch and said i'm thinking of calling myself i'm thinking of becoming an agile coach and he said do it because he's american <laughs> i was like i was like okay yeah now. and then we didn't talk much after that but then i pinged him after the you know a few days later and said hey look i don't know alex whether you do this sort of thing but you know i feel like i need a coach to be a coach you know i don't know if you do that kind of thing he said yeah let's meet in this pub you know this date and we'll talk about it so i turned up and he said 
what do you want this to be like just a casual thing or do you want it to be like a proper thing market rates and i said oh market rates absolutely i want to pay you and i didn't have any money i think i just lost my job again you know and i was like no no i'll pay you market rates he said okay you buy the beer and that was it <laughs> nice one nice. so i bought him beers so cool yeah he's a great guy and i you know very senior coach very experienced and um you know that um that was my advice in the end of the last session find a coach you know because that's what worked for me it really changed me as a person mm -hmm. and that journey with alex was great we're still professionally close but there was a wonderful moment where he said okay well i'm not coaching you anymore <laughs> like this is yeah sometimes there's this moment where you realize you you've outgrown your yeah. coach or the, the relationship yeah. doesn't work and we were in a bar so and it was a really a expensive bar and i said okay cool well that means you buy the beer <laughs> he was like <laughs> get up and go to the bar and buy nice. it was good damn it nice story uh thank you for sharing that story i think that's a very valuable piece of advice to everyone listening in get a coach we have someone else ask you nasty or challenging questions it helps you grow mm -hmm. massively so thanks for sharing all those insights, how you grew professionally and personally. And let's wrap this one up and jump to episode three, where we will talk about how you approach getting the next uh, mandate or job. We'll talk about what I'm about to do in the future, because I'm about to leave Switzerland and go to the US without a new job, basically following my wife, thinking about becoming a trophy husband. And yeah, stay tuned. Join us in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you got value out of this episode, please share it with other Scrum Masters. If you have feedback for me, or if you want to recommend a guest for my show, please let me know via www.scrummastercareers.com. My name is Simon, and this was the Scrum Master Careers podcast. See you in the next episode.